popping it's your boy marcus j destin back with another episode of insta views it's been a while but i'm glad to be back at it um took a break because as most of you have heard uh, insta views is now available through a podcast version as well as available on youtube as well so you have multiple platforms to stream insta views um you can also watch films in black and white on um the facebook page as well as the podcast version wherever you listen to podcasts and shit like that so i wanted to make sure i had t- taken some time to do that so y'all can hear these wonderful people through multiple platforms you ain't just got to stare at my IGTV all day you can listen on the fucking go because that's just how important it is all right um interviews for those of you that don't know um is a chance for me to just interview some of the illest in an instant and I have one of the illest with me today less the motherfucking genius my homeboy how are you doing yeah, how about yourself, man? I'm good, man. I'm chilling, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. Uh, I want to thank uh, the beautiful, the wonderful Maya Lene for just a dope-ass episode, um, last episode. Just, you know, I've, I've gone back and listened to that one a couple of times with just all the gems that were dropped in there. Um, I'm expecting nothing less with this episode because Les is just my homeboy and he's just a talented, just a talented mm-hmm. motherfucker carrying North Carolina on his back right now currently. So that's how I view it, at least. You know what I'm saying? I might be biased, <laughs> but, you know, you know, we don't give a fuck. Fuck it. So, um, without further ado, y'all know how we like to get started. We are going to play Les's latest single release um, called Moneybag. So, um, Les, I'm going to actually let you introduce the song if there's anything else you want to say about it, man. This is my latest single, Moneybags. Hope you guys like it. There we go. That's pretty much all I got to say. It speaks for itself. It does speak for itself, honestly. All right, let me turn this microphone. Y'all say y'all can't be hearing the music. Let me turn the mic so y'all can hear the music. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, holding on a real thing. I have my feelings and women that I'm gonna be lonely, so they come my real name. I used to cool with the homie, but when I took 20 years, I'm gonna feel strange. All of these niggas that every slug me alone, I ain't gonna go feel things. Now my phone's on the face change, yeah. Spit a red money for the checkup. Always feeling in the neck up. Run my back, sit my left, call my little and press up. Other than that, one texture. No time for lines and pressure. No time to buy for the next year. No lock inside what I'm in for. Running in circles, yeah. Time I feel like I heard you, huh? Man, like face in the bird. You miss me when I'm up to her. But mama too look like a bird. But where I'm a fool, I'm sound like a bird. You off white, but then I'm off right. Feel so odd. Ain't above the fool. The niggas on tall like no ass kissing. No, I had to make some bad decisions. Do we know King's active villains? Infidelity and passes with them. If it's all about it, bad, let's get it. I've been trying to take these bags for riches. I've been getting paid bad, low funds tax. Just old bad, but spit it. I've been getting so beyond here. Money, money on my mind now. I'm so that is Money Bags by Les, the motherfucking genius. And you can see why he put the genius after that. Uh, <laughs> Les, man, that, that song cold as fuck. I'm not going to lie to you. I was, um, what was it, yesterday? Yesterday I was just listening. You know, I like to listen to your, your shit just on the regular. But I listen before interviews. I listen to everybody's shit. And I've been listening to um, that song is good as fuck. You really got to listen to it, though. You know what I'm saying? Really got to listen to it. Just like the rest of Lesson Music. I'm mad at you for some shit, but I'm going to ask you about it later on. In the- <laughs> um, but um, I was also listening to Arizona. And that shit just hit. Arizona, pray for me. Um, slow down. Them shits just be hitting 
when you don't know that they gonna hit. You know what I'm saying? They just they hit. You be like, oh fuck, I ain't know he was talking like this. And then you gotta just bring that motherfucker back. But like, you pick good beats, so the beats be hitting hard as a bitch. Like, I love the guitar and that shit. That dude, that little build up, I love that shit. But like, the shit you be talking about, sometimes I'll hear something and I'll be like, what the fuck? And I just gotta. It's like a Bible. You can't just read a random verse in the Bible and just be like, listen to it. Sometimes you got to go back and refer back some chapters and listen to that motherfucker. So, I don't know. I just, you know, I be geeking when people get up here, y'all. Don't don't mind me. I just, you know, I fucks with the people I fucks with heavy. So, um, without further ado, we're going to play Make It Quick. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this game, but it's becoming very kind of popular um, amongst people. Um, they judge you very hard off of what you pick on here. Um, starting with Free, he picked uh, Wizards of Waverly Place over Harry Potter. Maya picked uh, Beyonce <laughs> over Atlanta. Everybody yeah. just, you know what I'm saying? It's just a whole thing. So I'm not going to okay. say it matter, but it might fuck with your fan base a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So be careful when you pick. You see what I'm I saying? You. I bet. Um, before we get started, Les is one of the motherfuckers that made me change the whole, um, he, t- he made me change the whole shit of how I did this. Cause originally it was supposed to be on Instagram live. And so I did my first, the reason this is episode one still technically, right? Um, if y'all haven't noticed, it's going two, three, four, five. The reason this is episode one is cause Les was originally the first person I recorded. Um, and we did it through Instagram live. It was like, it was cool, but then he like hit me afterwards and gave me like some critiques and shit like that. And I was like, all right, this is cool. Maybe I need to switch up the way that I want to do it. As well as I want y'all to be able to go back and listen to the shit as opposed to Instagram Live wouldn't let me save the fucking video. It was just, it was a whole fucking thing. So shout out to Les. The reason y'all fuck with this so heavy is because Les gave honest feedback. I can always count on this motherfucker, whether it's the music or the art, whatever the fuck it is, he gonna give me honest feedback. He not gonna bullshit me. So um, word, that's what that's about. Uh, all right, make it quick. You ready, Les? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Laundry or dishes? Which one I don't like? Mm-hmm. Uh, Laundry or dishes? I say dishes. Okay. Uh, what now? Dishes? You like? You'd rather do dishes than do do laundry? Uh, dishes is a little faster. It's quicker. Okay. Uh, laundry, I'd have to come back and check on it. You know, makes and sense. It's like noisier. Dishes, I could get done in a couple minutes. So makes sense. Makes sense. All right, work alone or work with a team? alone definitely oh damn really i was not expecting that (laughs) yeah i love my team i love all of us but it's like i like to do things with myself i like to zone in alone and then when you finish come back and ask for help like that's like my favorite process of just working on anything okay all right uh theme park or water park uh definitely water park for real okay i like water parks too but i can never take my shirt off so i just you like that but the thing is (laughs) <laughs> the thing is like theme parks are more rides like and yeah. i'm not a ride person like i'd rather chill in the pool than you know yeah go on the biggest drop so okay. are you uh, do you like do you not like heights it's not really i don't like heights i just uh-huh. don't feel i don't get the excitement that everybody feels from roller coasters okay it's like you know that faint drop in your chest yeah it doesn't feel bad but it doesn't feel good it's like i don't get i don't have the joy of going on roller coasters yeah so i'd rather mess with the water park that makes sense though I, I i i get that i get that a lot that feeling is a very weird feeling though yeah it's like the verge of death but it's like <laughs> i don't know some people find ecstasy out of that shit but i do feel you exactly. like it ain't it ain't the best feeling in the world um a concert or a movie Mm, I say concert. Okay, I figured you say. I, I feel like you say, <laughs> I feel like you would say concert. Uh, morning or night studio session? Night. I work at one a.m., twelve a.m. Yeah. My parents be like, "Damn, bro, turn that shit off." 
or like bro, it's too loud because that bass that bass be killing bro yeah I, I love the night i just feel like my thoughts are more sincere and more deeper and like i'm more vulnerable at night so i always work during that time more than i work during the day yeah like just recording or writing and recording or like uh, both a okay. bunch of writing and recording sounds good um make a song that makes people cry or one that makes them dance i think i'd rather go with cry yeah me too because <laughs> i know that emotion niggas can dance to anything bro for real you <laughs> we, like, people be shaking their ass to future and he be just singing about mm-hmm. his demons and shit and exactly be- it's sad that's why i'm like man i'd rather make you cry because i know it's hard to make somebody cry that's definitely sincere emotion that i can touch you that hard so yeah that's because you're connecting with the music you think you got a song that that makes people cry i don't know Okay. Maybe, maybe proud, maybe proud, depending on how you feel about your people and like, yeah. you know, your parents and life. Yeah. So it just depends. Okay. All right. Um, hotel or Airbnb? Airbnb. Really? Yeah. It okay. seems like you save a lot more money on the Airbnb. True. True. And it's kind of more like a house than the hotel. So I feel okay. with the Airbnb. Uh, Skittles or M&Ms? That's tough. I like chocolate better than candy. So M&Ms. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm more of a candy fan. I can only do so much fucking chocolate before my teeth just start. Like, <laughs> That's how I feel about candy, bro. It's like it's too hard. Oh, it's weird. It's, yeah, it's. I guess it's. It depends on what mood I'm in. It's certain chocolate I can eat, like almond joys and shit like that. Oh, like you know, <laughs> old old people candy, but like um, them can them that that candy, the fruit candies be hitting, man. Jelly beans and shit like that. Don't get me started. <laughs> um, all right, last one: jollof rice or Chinese fried rice? Bro, that's easy. It's jollof all day. Okay. Like, All right. I, no I, got some, I got some jollof in the fridge right now, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that shit is hitting too. Shout out to Ashley for making that shit. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, this is Mr. I'm not even gonna put you in that box. Last time I called you Mr. Rollywood himself, but I can't even put you in the <laughs> box because you are so much bigger than just that one fucking song. But this is Mr. Uh Sierra Leone. Uh 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 less my boy less the genius so let's let's start right here where did the name less the genius come from why did you pick this cocky ass name you know what i'm saying like what what is it well it kind of started as like when i had my first project that i never really dropped but like i made a cover for it it was called the genesis so like i had my name it was just less and it had the genesis mm-hmm. but everybody for some reason because i guess i put it in cursive so everybody just thought it was a genius, and it just made sense because, like, ah, oh, bro, yeah, he's a straight A student. He's doing like, you know, ah, oh, got it. So, so everybody's like, just less the genius, the genius, the genius. So I was like, okay, then. Okay. When I really dropped, that's what I changed it to, and it just made sense from there going forward. The shit flows very well. You and you and KD, um, y'all love putting it in our face oh, that y'all motherfuckers <laughs> love that y'all motherfuckers is good at what y'all do. You know what I'm saying? No, but two of the most humblest, honestly more humble than what they probably should be also another biased opinion katie get on my nerves for reason because that motherfucker just you know you know you know know, bro you know you know yeah you know let's know y'all don't know but let's let's know what the fuck i'm talking (laughs) about and katie when you watch this shit katie you gonna know what the fuck i'm talking about you know bro i tell you every day you know it it is what it is it is what it is but we're gonna get on your ass later um (laughs) so when did you start getting into music and what was the moment that you fully decided to um commit to to music full-time as well as being a full-time student because that's not an easy decision to make and your major is not a very easy major to balance as well so a lot of people can't do it what was that moment that made you commit to doing both 
uh, the moment when I first started creating music was when I was like 11. I used to make like jerk beats and stuff like that. Like I used oh, to rap shit. over stuff with like Lil Wayne and Drake stuff, like when I first started. Mm. And I used to like just go to school, like write, like, you know, like, when you used to fold those little papers up, like those little push button papers. Yeah. It's like those. So I used yeah. to write like all my raps in that. And then instead of putting like words on the push, like mm -hmm. on, I write the name of the song on the top. So whenever somebody asks me about it, then I open it. And I start, I start rapping. My teacher found it. And she was just like, "This is crazy talent. Like you're just crazy talented." Oh. Like I always like, you know, put an emphasis on lyricism. Even mm -hmm. if I wasn't the best with the flows or whatever, it was like the lyrics made sense. And they, like, for her to even be like, you know, a teacher like that, and to mm -hmm. to really resonate with what I was saying and all the words. So from there is when I really started. I was doing music. Everybody knew that I just rapped. But then when I came back, like in middle school, and I started hearing like, uh. On Pandora, I was listening to Kanye West, and I was listening to Graduation. From there, I went to J. Cole. I just started connecting with these different artists that were making music. And it just made me want to get back on my shit, like just really get back into working. Because they were just saying the most craziest things that were just making me think and making me feel. And every time I recite their rhymes, just like empowered me, just made me feel different. So I was like, yo, this is what I want to be. This is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And from there on, I started taking like music really seriously. And like throughout my whole entire like high school career, I just been putting my best foot forward music. And I'm just taking it just as seriously as I do everything else. So from there is when I really started. And I just knew like when I dropped my first project, the D on it, um, Modern Day Activist, that song. When I dropped that and like the reception from there, I was like, yeah, yeah I could really do this. Let me put everything I got into this the same way I'm putting it to my all my school stuff and all my studies. And from there, both of them just kept excelling. So I just kept going making sure that I can do both. I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people aren't going to put up a lot of like fuss, like, because you can balance things so well. Um, mm -hmm. And as somebody who's in school and trying to balance everything that um, music and all this other shit like that, um, yeah. everybody can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen people who put all their all into music and they can't, they lose everything else on whatever else they're doing, or they can't find that equal balance of things. So I think, um, shit i mean it's it's very impressive like and then you if, to know less and to know how much he puts into his craft and shit like that and then to hear like what like what's your major did you change it uh i made it just chemical engineering now but it was chemical and paper science and engineering yeah, just just chemical engineering I can, <laughs> I can barely do fractions or this motherfucker talking about just chemical engineering but that's the shit i'm talking about you know what i'm saying like that's not an easy task to do so i think we should definitely big up people um because i know cole just everybody knows i'm a cole fan Cole mm -hmm. went to school and he was rapping at the same time, you know, and, and summa cum, graduated summa cum laude. So I, I think it says a lot to the brain power of the people who can do that. And you prove yourself as a lyricist by your work ethic too, as well, if that yeah. makes sense. There's a yeah. connection there. Um, so uh, y'all already know the first song I heard from Les. The first song I heard from him was Paper Money on his first project, The Naive, um, that was released in 2017. Now, I was going to wait to ask you this question, but since you just brought up Modern Day Activist, um, and I don't know if you can answer this question, because I know that there's a lot of whatever behind the scenes shit that I don't even know about, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but I saw that you recently had to take down a couple projects, right? Yeah. Um, can you talk about the reasoning why or... Yeah. You know, that what did that what did that feel like the reasoning why what did that feel like and what does that mean for the future okay so i took down modern day activists and added pressure which were the first two projects i dropped last year that really got 
me most of the people that were listening to my music and that's what really built my base and like solidified me in the city as like a lyricist and one of the artists to watch out for so i took those tapes down in order to like repackage and refurbish a lot of the songs that i really love like you know the songs that have been doing very well because i feel like a lot of that music is either like the core fans love it but a lot of people didn't even know about it when i was posting about like my favorite moments a lot of people were like wow i never heard this this is crazy and that's just kind of like attests to like having so much music out because before a lot of people found me out through like Rollywood and all the other behind the scenes stuff, I was like one of the few people in the group that had 40 songs out. Mm. Like, so like when you see a new artist, it's kind of overwhelming to like have 40 different like songs out on the, on their page at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, so moving forward with the way that we're like repackaging everything with the marketing and distribution and everything in the background, we decided to let's take these projects down, condense it into one good solid EP that lets everybody know exactly who you are, but just straight bangers, straight hits, and just straight the highlights. So from there on, we'll know exactly who you are as an artist before you give us the real EP and the real album. So Mm -hmm. I'm going back and I'm repackaging these songs and making sure that everything on the marketing and the distribution side goes correctly so everybody can actually hear these songs they may have missed out on because we have a lot of sleepers that people just didn't get the chance to hear because they came after, after the fact. And also we just wanted, like when new people come and new fans come, you can have like a concise list of every highlight to listen to, to catch you right back up to date. So that Mm -hmm. was the reasoning for taking down, like, you know, a lot of the older singles and a lot of the projects, but we still keep on keeping up on SoundCloud for like all the core fans and everybody who really wants to go listen to like, you know, the classic feel up on SoundCloud though. That, so, okay, I never, that fucking, obviously, we in two different realms. So, um, and I like to always bring that back up because um, as somebody who's just really starting in music and trying to get there to kind of, to not kind of, to where you are, to the status of where you are, um, that I've never thought of it like that, of having too much. Because I always feel like, no, you got to drop, you got to drop, you got to drop. But I've never thought of it as being your new, your new fans and your, and your newer music sounds a lot different than your older music as well. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, it does make sense to, you know, you've built a great fan base and it's not like you stopped making good music. You've managed to have, although it's not as much music, I can still go to your page, go through everything, not get overwhelmed and still enjoy your sound and not be like, all right, I'm tired of this because now I got to go through five different projects, which is weird how much time has changed because there was a time where none of that shit mattered. And when like, it's, it's like, I hate keep doing this, but I'm gonna keep doing it anyway because I don't give a fuck. Like when I found Cole, soon as I heard Friday Night Lights, I immediately went back and listened to everything. That's, that's Cole how it did. Yeah. And so, but now that's no longer. It's not really a thing to do anymore, just because yeah. of how streaming works and everything they want like the that. highlights. And that's just the way. That's just the way the game works. A lot of people want easy access. They want the highlights. They want to go straight to your page. You're not looking for a project. You have to make them want the project first by giving them the highlights going through. So it's kind of like once you get everything good behind the scenes, you have a good team behind you, you got to go back and rework it. Uh, so it's, this seems like that's what's happening for a lot of people like me and Zach and then Marco. It's like everybody in the group is really just, you know, going back and taking their time with a lot of these different songs and making sure their pages are just up to date and representing all of us the best as possible for all the new uh, listeners coming to our page. Very interesting. And I think people do the same thing with sports. I can't tell you when the last time I watched a full football football game, 
Mm-hmm. But I can go to ESPN and I can look at the highlights quick as fuck and, mm-hmm. and I can see, oh, fuck, you fucked up here. Oh, well, you did what you needed to do here and still consider myself a fan. I'm not yeah. mad. That was the reason I said I was mad, but I'm mm-hmm. not mad. <laughs> I, I definitely get there's a business side of things and, and I definitely want all of y'all voices to be heard. You know what I'm saying? Um, your entire team. Who, I don't know how you answer this question. Who do you consider a part of your team or your circle? Who is in that group? Okay. so. People that are part of my circle has to be like Zach Kokus, Jackson Free, Sonny Miles, like just that whole artist collective of just Raleigh and C. And that's really just much my team, Marco, Luca, we go on and on. So it's just like all of us just working together for the same goal, making sure we're checking up on each other, making sure we're holding each other accountable for our decisions behind the scenes, making sure we're holding each other accountable for all the music that we're making and knowing that we like what our full potential is and trying new things and not staying in the same box. So it's just like a check, a check and balance system. We just keep, we just keep making sure everybody in the group is doing their best, uh, keeping their best foot forward because we all want to succeed and we all want to see each other succeed and we all feel like we're all capable of making it. So that's yeah. just my team and that's just the mentality we keep going forward with. Yeah, that's y'all are yeah because uh, y'all haven't heard much. I've I've talked about obviously interviewed Zach and Jackson and mm-hmm. and I talk about y'all a lot of the times and y'all will keep hearing those names keep coming up. Um, Because it's very rare that you get to witness talented artists and be kind of close in retrospect. Um, What the fuck? (laughs) I'm just getting a whole phone call. My bad, y'all. To be close to these people and to kind of know these people um, and watch and be like, fuck, that's talent as fuck. And I can't wait to see them blow. Um, Marco, but Marco, I don't, I've, I've rarely ever talked about Marco, but Marco Luca is talented as fuck. He's very, very talented. Um, and I can't wait to hear more from him as well. Um, okay, so um, why do you rap, uh, Les? What is the reason that you rap? What is the reason you stay up all night putting ink, ink to paper? Because it's just so therapeutic. Like, it just, it's just a way for me to get my words out. I'm not per- somebody who talks too much or who's, like, always out. So the way that I get, like, my feelings out is I write about it for a lot of the time. It just makes me feel good. I love the way different instrumentals hit. I love like the classic jazz. I just love soulful things. I just love like just the feeling of music is like, I just feel like it's a part of my soul. So it's like, I write because I kind of have to. It feel like that's just one of the things that's a part of me. Even before I was thinking about like making it off music or like being like an artist, I just knew I wanted to rap. Like even if it was just for myself or the homies, I just always wanted to do it. So that's really why I rap. It became an even bigger situation after. It's like, now I want to rap to inspire others. I want to rap to get to new places that I can't reach without it. I want to just keep rapping because I'm touching other people's lives and a lot of people count on me. And I'm just moving forward and keeping all of these things in mind as I, as I create. Hmm. Um, how, has, how has this whole Corona, COVID, whatever you want to call this shit, this bullshit, how has this affected <laughs> Um, you as an artist, as a person, your creativity, has it boosted it? Has it anchored it? Where where are you? Okay, well, we can start with the positives. Um, Corona really, it helped me focus on my schoolwork. Like it gave me like, you know, extra time to focus on that. Mm -hmm. And as an artist, it gave me more time to really get into my own vibe and my, and like just focusing on being my own person. Because throughout like this whole like run, it's like things were just going so quickly. Like after the Rollywood success, bust down hit like right after that. Me and Zach were about to go on our, our single run. 
like together. And it's like throughout this whole time, I never really got a chance to get into my own bag again and just think of like, damn, what I want to do is Les. Like we're a great collective and we're great together. But the thing that makes us even more great is that we're all individuals and we all have our own individual sounds and tastes. So it's like it got me back to just back to the uh, where I usually create right here, uh, right beside my window in my room. Like it's just my favorite spot. Like thoughts just come so quickly over here. It got me back to my place because I'm not at school no more. Mm-hmm. It just got me back in my zone and just helped me create what I love to create and just get back to myself. But on the downside, it kind of messed up a lot of our opportunities. Like we were supposed to go to New York to, to do some stuff with Quadio, shout out Quadio. We are supposed to do some stuff with UNC Chapel Hill. We were supposed to do some summer festivals and stuff like that. Like we just had a lot of things planned and it just seems like everything was going up, but like interviews, it was like, it was just like our time. Like, we were just like as hot as can be mm-hmm. content every week, different music videos were shooting, 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 shooting. It was like, we were just so focused. Like every day was a new thing, meeting new people in the industry, meeting different artists, meeting different rappers, meeting mm-hmm. different uh, athletes. It was just like, it was a great time, but it's like, it all just like stopped real quickly. So we can focus in on like, you know, what really matters and just self, just self healing, self caring and, uh so it wasn't all bad but it did stop a lot of things but yeah. i feel so, like in the future it'll be better so oh my gosh <laughs> what the fuck so what is um what is the plan for your bounce back if all of this has happened how do you how do you how are you going to execute a bounce back in order to either remain hot not saying that you've gone cold because everybody's mm-hmm. in the same position right but you also got to imagine that there's more competition that is being born in this cold covid there's yeah. a lot of people who are re-upping right now so what is the plan for less i, I won't speak about the team as a whole right because this is about you what is the plan for less bouncing back moving forward yeah, and for the team, it seems like we're all taking a break to do solo things. So everybody's on their own endeavors. Right now, I'm working on, I just finished like the EP I was telling you about, like mm-hmm. refurbishing the tracks and everything like that. I'm working on another EP with just a lot of new stuff for like all like the fans that have been there from day one, just a bunch of new things that no one has heard. I'm just working on a bunch of like solo music, just taking the time to introduce everybody to my story, who I am and what I love. Mm-hmm. So my bounce back is just basically gonna just focus around just going back to what we were doing before, just heavy on the visuals, heavy on the promotion, heavy on the music, keeping the drops consistent, and just making sure I'm putting out the best product that I could possibly put out. And I feel like as long as you're doing that, it always works out. So you just got to keep going back to putting your foot on the gas as hard as you possibly can and not letting up for anything, and you should be fine. You seem like you don't let... um you you seem like you don't let a lot of outside shit or shit you can't control kind of fuck with you. Um, you, you you keep a leveled head. You seem to keep a cool head. I've never seen you. Well, we don't, you know, we're not around each other in person like that, but I've never seen you get flustered, frustrated. Um, when you came up here to perform, you, you were very flexible, um, relaxed. Like you was just very go with the flow type of energy. Um, and, and, you know, that's I think that's great to see from an artist. Does that come from the music, writing the music, or where does that come from? Just this level-headedness. I feel like it just comes from life. It's like, as you just go on, you just realize things are just gonna happen either way, and you just gotta adjust to them. 
the things that makes the best artists or makes the best people is people who are able to adjust, people who are able to sit back and understand why things are going the way they are. Just because you want it to go some way doesn't mean it has to go that way or is destined to go that way. There's different, you know, routes for everything. So you just got to be prepared to switch up your plans or whatever is going on. So it's just assessing the situation and making sure that you're understanding why things are happening rather than getting frustrated or getting mad because that doesn't really help the situation. So just sitting down and thinking about things really helps you a lot. Yeah, I heard it from last man. He's he's a lot. Excuse me. He's a lot wiser than. Let's how old are you? Uh, twenty now. Motherfucker just turned twenty, and has been working like he's been working like I ain't gonna call you. The, I'm trying to stop using that word, but he's been working uh, like a man who's been in the industry, been in the game for like years very he be teaching me how to how to playlist my songs and how to do this shit and honestly i just be watching like music side there's different like different lanes i'll be watching people and i just be paying attention to less seeing what he's doing and, and getting it because honestly age age is impressive in context of things like i just asked him how old is he oh he's 20 oh that's cool that you're doing all this shit at 20 but age don't really mean shit sometimes because you can have the oldest person with no wisdom and you can have the youngest person with all the vision and all the wisdom and like, but people will discredit that because of how young they are and feel like they don't know a lot. Have you ran into anything like that? Just like how young you are and people just like sleeping on you or just kind of. Yeah, definitely. Like it's kind of like a lot of the industry guys. Cause like, I don't know. It's, it's like, we're all pretty much different when it comes to our approach in music and like our morals and our credibility so it's like a lot of behind the scenes guys will either want you to take this route or do something that's not you and there's they don't understand that it's different for every artist and an artist knows their fan base more than anyone else like you might want me to go make this high pass record over here but my fans are gonna love the money bags they're gonna love their zoners they're gonna they love that and they appreciate me for who i am and who and what I give them and they know what I'm going to give them. So that's what they come for. Yeah. So it's like just understanding you and your fan base. So like behind the scenes of like, nah, man, I've been in the game for 40 years. I understand this, but it's like, you got to connect with the actual people. It's not just schemes and all that stuff going behind the scenes. So that was an issue. Like I sometimes run into words, like, you know, bumping heads with a lot of people behind the scenes. Yeah. But when it comes to like uh, me and learning, I learned a lot from Marco and a lot of other people in our groups because they were kind of like the first people to get hot around, like even when it was just locally and just grow their buzz, which has been an immense growth until now. So it was like, it's still going crazy. So learning a lot about him, cause I wasn't playlisting my songs at first. So I started hearing about it and he just gave me more information on it, on how to playlist. And we ended up hitting on our first playlist, Hollywood. Uh, so it was like just learning the ins and outs and just helping each other whenever you you don't know anything. Like you could always learn something new every day. And the game is constantly changing every day. So the more you pay attention, the more better off you'll be. Yeah. That's I think that's I think that's exactly right. And I think we're about to get into a new everybody feels like they know a lot of shit because they've been in something a long time, but a lot of times they just conditioned and they still don't they don't know how to do something new. So I think that that's very important. Um all right, let's get into under well. First, before we get into underrated and favorite, who are your top three inspirations um, in music right now or creativity? It got to be Kanye, Cole, Saba, and Shimino. Those are my four. Like Kanye and J. Cole are obviously the OGs when it comes to music and just giving you that feeling and putting in like just their lyrics, just so much content. Saba and Shimino also do the same thing. 
but from them I just really learned how to use unorthodox flows and to rhyme different words different ways and to just animate yourself as an artist mm -hmm. and that you don't have to rap slow or a different cadence you could rap fast you could just switch it up you can have multiple different flows in one verse so it's like they just taught me that music can be whatever you want it to be like however you're feeling just make your voice into an instrument and ride the beat however you want to ride it so they taught me just a lot through just listening to all their music and all their projects of how i can make my own music all right I, and you can and you can hear that if you really listen to the music you can hear all those inspirations in there for sure um, and I think that's dope as fuck. So let's go right into underrated and favorite. Les, I want you to tell me your top two songs from you and then give me one underrated song you need people to wake the fuck up about. Okay. My top favorite song for me would have to be Proud. Okay. Definitely. Um, another song. Let's see. Hmm. I really love Money Tree for what it was. Very good song. Definitely. Very good all around beat, lyricism, just a well done song. Well done fucking song. I think the most underrated would have to be Slow Down. Like <laughs> what Cloud did on that was crazy. And I feel like a lot of people missed out on that, especially while he was here to give him the flowers that he deserves with that one. Cause that was, that was a crazy verse. And sometimes I just rewind it back and just like, man, what he's like, his lyrics on this. Yeah out of this world Definitely. um i would so I, i've man fuck i wish i was able to get no i wish i was first able to know cloud then i wish i was able to really get into his music while he was here yesterday i had i was on a complete cloud i have every project from him that has come out that is available you I listen to the new one the new I, one that he just dropped that, that shit is so fucking fire man classic that's a raleigh classic that, that one shit is that shit is so fucking and like like nodding off was my favorite at first definitely i was listening to hostage yesterday and just started oh, tearing up that shit really got to me and i was like why the fuck am i crying like this shit is his music is so good and like going back to slow down slow down is actually my underrated song too as well um because really listen once again i was listening to it when you drop i automatically listen to your shit because like you jackson zach i listen to your shit because i'm a fan and i'm a show support so i just go in and i just listen and i'm like it's good sometimes i have to slow the fuck down and i have to when it comes through my it just came on through a playlist like it was just in random it was in shuffle and it came on and i was like this song y'all played <laughs> off of each other very well first of all two different voice y'all have two all right hold on let me let me get into my bag right now Y'all have two very distinct voices, right? And we talked about this. Les's voice itself, how it sounds, is an instrument and an added instrument to any beat he, he decides to hop on, right? Because of just, he has this unique voice. You, when you hear Les, you know Les. Cloudy has the same thing. And, and I don't think he, both of y'all don't have a box of a cadence, which is very strange. Like y'all can hop on and y'all can just kind of flow and it just be like that. But y'all played off of each other very well on that song. Um, everything from the artwork to the verses to, it was just a well-executed, just a good-ass song. It's not much more you can say to that. And I do feel like it is very slept on. Definitely. Very slept. And his last project, everybody just go and just, just I will link it in this video. I will link it in the description, like, you know, just to make sure that y'all get it. But, um, very, very dope. So my top two um, is Dodging and Slow Down. 
And then, uh, oh, and I guess I put it, my underrated was still slow down because I, oh, I put note, y'all need to wake the fuck up. Go <laughs> slow down. That shit is so tough, man. So, so tough. So, so tough. Um, anything else you want to say about any of those, man? Dodging brings me back to like modern day activists. I just really love that project because it was like, even though I don't want to say it wasn't the best rapping because it was really good rapping, but it was like, like, it was more of me on like that boom bap sound throughout the whole project. Mm-hmm. And it's like me really, it was like, I made it like, now I made a big switch in the more like cadences and melodies. Mm-hmm. But at that time it was like, fuck all of that shit. I'm just going to write the hardest shit I possibly could write. Yeah. And that's what that project was. It was just, me saying everything I had to say and mm-hmm. being like fresh to the game, like people haven't heard me say anything. Mm-hmm. So I had so many different topics to touch on and so many different things to hit. Mm-hmm. So like Dodging was one of those songs I just really love because it just is is just raw and it just gives it to you when it comes to like lyrical content. So how do you how do you balance when it's time to make a song, how do you balance um the lyricism, the melody, and when it's time to do what? Is it the beat? What is it? That shit is hard. <laughs> it takes a it takes a while because like I know what I could do like like as a rapper, but I also want to make sure it's like artistry. Like I know I could hit him with like 30, 40 metaphors, 30, but it's like, does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Do you want like do you want to hear it? There's a lot of different styles you could take. And I think that's the biggest distinction between J. Cole and Kendrick when it comes down to it. It's like for me, Kendrick Kendrick is a better rapper. Like he has more, he has better um, cadences and better flows. But J Cole, when it comes to it, he knows how to turn it on and off, and that's the thing I want to master. J Cole knows when he's on like a vulnerable uh, song for the woman. He knows how to slow it down, like hang on those words to let you know everything he's saying. And sometimes he knows when to go crazy, like on uh, sacrifices. So it's like he has like these different bags he gets into. So instead of like really just trying to bar everybody up, I learned that I want to make something that has replay value. Some things is timeless, something that you could play, but still give you that lyrical message and you still get that, those flows. So like the best balance for that is like on the lyrics and on the verses, go crazy. However I want to flow, add my melodies in there, go crazy. But when it comes to the hook, make something that everybody's able to relate to, able to dance to, able to feel, able just to, it just brings the whole song together. So I've just been looking for that uh, balance between the two in music uh, to really just bring together like the old heads that really just love like rap and like the new the new school people, the people who don't even like rap, but just like good music or good feelings. So it was like just bringing all of these groups into one is yeah. what I really focus on trying to do to make friendly music for everybody. Yeah. I think uh, somebody who, ex- Cole does it all the time. So in order to not talk about Cole, um, <laughs> somebody else who did it very well, I think was Drake with 2C Slide. Um, absolutely. When the song came out the first time, I absolutely hated that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I hated it because of the hook. I hated mm-hmm. the hook. But then I go back and I'm listening to the yeah. verses, And he is slaughtering these, this the Drake we love, he's still slaughtering these verses, but all he did was put a dancing hook to mm-hmm. really attract people in. But what happened was my little brother was dancing to, he's doing the TikTok dance to the, to the song, but he also knows the verses. Mm-hmm. And I think it just came by listening to the song over and over the hook, yeah. over and over that you just, you just tend yeah, to get you it and pulls you in. Yeah, that's why I love Drake too. I feel like he's very underrated because he'll make a song that everybody loves and everybody loves to sing and dance to, 
but really the lyrics and like his subliminals are just so crazy. It's like the things that he says, but he just says it and like he doesn't he doesn't have to cut the beat out or anything to put it there. It's mm-hmm. just there if, if you're that type of guy and you like that, it's there for you. Yeah. If you're that person that just likes the cadences and the melodies, that's there for you. Yeah. If you just like to dance and sing along, that's there for you. Yeah. So it's like you're attacking all these different markets effortlessly. And yeah. that's what I've tried to do in my music also. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think you're I think you I think you execute that shit well. And I think it's kind of hard to find somebody that if I show somebody the music, when I showed my boy Jarrell, he was like, who is this? And I was like, you know, that's less. And he actually listens to me when I put the slow down on and I, I put it in my Instagram story the other day. And I was like, man, this shit is fire. And he, he messaged me. He was like, duh, stupid. He was like, he was like, you just, you just finding this shit. I mean, he'd be going crazy, but he'd be listening. He listens to your shit just as much. Um, shout out to rail, man. Uh, my fucking dog. All right. So, What is something that you battle with as an artist? Just staying true. It's like, it's a lot of compromising. So I just battle on like keeping my integrity and just staying true through like everything that we go through. Mm. So it's like making sure that I'm keeping like who I am, but also breaking and bending. Like, okay, everybody's like, oh, you gotta get in this TikTok wave. I'm like, oh, I don't really like that type of stuff but you know there's different ways i could do it where it keeps my personality and get into it yeah so it's just like not being so close in your box that you miss your blessings you miss these opportunities and you don't get a chance to explore and get uncomfortable and reach new heights but making sure that you're still you at the end of the day and all the things that make you you don't get lost while you're trying to chase something else so that's a big thing and also instrumentals right now i struggle a lot with those hmm. because I don't know. I have like a different ear when it comes to looking for beats. So it's like I go through like 200, 300 before I find one beat that I really love. I'm like, yeah, this is the one. Mm-hmm. So without like the access to those industry producers that give you straight bangers, mm-hmm. it's like going through everybody's catalog to find that one that really fits. It's hard, especially when your sound isn't what like, you know, the consensus is in mm-hmm. like the modern music industry. It's hard to find the beats that you really love on a daily basis. How many, um, how many producers do you have? Uh, if you're going through like YouTube and stuff like that to find your beats still? Yeah, still YouTube and a bunch of like people that I met through Instagram. Yeah. And people I met in person. So it was like wherever I could find these beats, I make sure I check every avenue. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I got a bunch of different people. When it comes to YouTube, I have like 12, 13 producers I love to go to. Mm-hmm. When it comes to my friends, like we got Cash Paradox, shout out Cash. We got Nick Nash, who are really like, you know, just been doing music for a long time. And like, if I tell them I need a sound, they could definitely get that for me. Mm-hmm. So we have those guys and we just have other people who just drop beats on my email when they see me tweet or they see me uh, post something on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They always just show love and throw some beats. So wherever the beats come for, like as long as it's dope, I'm rapping on it. Yes. So as long as you get it to me somehow. Yeah, that's how you keep your that's how you keep your your pin up and everything like that. Um, for sure, just I'm freestyle on everything. I, somebody told me that years ago, and I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but honestly, now I find myself freestyling to whatever the fuck. It could be an ice cream machine truck, like ice cream machine, like going <laughs> down the fucking street. I'll start freestyling on top of that shit, and like didn't notice like my mom does the same thing. She can make a song out of anything. And it's like it's, it's just it's crazy. She just like cleaning dishes and all that other stuff. And, <laughs> and they were like, "How do you be able to write so fast?" Like, and I was like, it's, "It has to be my mom, man." So shout out to my mom. 
uh, I don't know why I just that was a weird connection, but shout out to my mom <laughs> for freestyling, I guess, whatever. Um, so what is that? What was what is your most accomplished moment as an artist um, so far? My most accomplished moment and like logically, I would say the Obama thing. Okay. But my most accomplished artist myself was that, like getting my parents 100 percent in on what I'm doing. Mm. And that's what made me kind of the most proudest. It's like they're they're 100 percent behind me. They understand where I'm going and what I'm doing and what I'm trying to accomplish. So mm. once that was turned, it's like, yeah, they see me as also an artist just as well as uh engineer or whatever else like labels you put under me son so it's like i'm just as much as an artist in their eyes as anything else so the bomb thing also helped that so shout out to obama that's shout out to obama man shout <laughs> out to obama um i asked you this question before well i'm not gonna ask that question again it was just the india label question but you know i feel like mm -hmm. that hasn't changed much since the last time that we that we talked um yeah, of course yeah so um I think that's that's that looks like that's pretty much it, man. Just because you know we've talked before, we talk all the time. Um, just it's a blessing to know less, man. Uh, we met on Twitter just years ago now, and feel like we've been like we've been buddies for a long, long time. And eventually, I'll be moving closer. Um, hey. So everybody's moving it in like really close, bro. So the closer you can get, the better. We got a lot of work to get on. I'm listen, I'm 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 always ready to work. I'm ready to watch. I'm ready to learn. Just that group itself, man, is you know, I honestly can't fucking wait. So um whenever I'm down there to visit, I will be taking some trips just so I can even if I just sit in the studio, I'm just gonna be sitting in there just watching, learning, observing. It's a blessing, man. Um I appreciate you for being here. I, I literally have no other questions. You answered everything and half the shit I asked wasn't even on paper. So um I just wanna say I thank you, bro. I love you. Many, many blessings on your life. Uh Tell people where they can find you. Uh, you guys can find me on all social media, Les the Genius. Okay. Anywhere, when it comes to Spotify, Twitter, the rest. Now, nah, let's not do the rest. Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, you know, yeah. Apple Music, just in case y'all want to, like, you know, sponsor. Like, you know, we got to keep y'all in rotation, too. So, right. Les the Genius everywhere. All right. And, um... Everybody, this has been another episode of Insta Views uh, with my homeboy, Les the Genius. We are bringing you the illest in an instant. We have a few more episodes before the end of season one. We're gonna, I decided to do a 10-episode season, so we're going to have a few more episodes. We got um, KD the Poet coming up next, Sellers Media, uh, my mom. Uh, I get an interview. I'm going to be interviewed, hopefully, by Maya. Um, for the last episode of the season. But don't forget that you can watch this um, on YouTube. It'll be uploaded on YouTube or my IGTV. And you can listen as a podcast version as well. We are doing ads. So if you have a company that you want to promote, you can go ahead and send that in here. I am going to promote my own. Uh, Friday, we are dropping a song. Random is going to be dropping on Friday. Uh, just a random ass song, just because I'm feeling random as fuck. Um, and I just feel like dropping some music. Everything else is just taking too long. So random drops Friday. Stay tuned. Stay locked in. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. But y'all already know that, though. We out, baby. Love you.